Hello and welcome back to Hexgrid Heroes. This is going to be a new thing uh, with a title still pending. Uh, but basically, over the last few months, I've gotten to know a whole bunch more people in the TTRPG community. And in an effort to signal boost some really rad folks with super fun projects, I want to start having discussions like this. Get to know the people behind some of the fantastic podcasts I listen to each week hear their stories and check in on how they're dealing and producing in this fraught time of ongoing global pandemic. I truly have folks like my guest today to thank for getting me through my continued work week. And if I may get a little personal, as an essential worker, podcasts are my life, uh, both producing and listening. But uh, I won't dwell too much on the dour stuff. Uh, for the inaugural event, I have with me Chase the GM of Space Boys, a Starfinder actual play podcast. Hello. <laughs> hey, I'm Chase. Uh, nice to meet you. And uh, I, I have the same sentiment. I want to connect with more uh, content creators as well. So this is a great start to that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, no pressure, uh, but this will set the tone for how these are going to go in the future. So, uh, <sighs> yeah. <Okay>. Uh... <laughs> I was thinking like, yeah, I've spent, uh, since we've, we haven't been chatting all that long, but I'm like, okay, you know, I don't want this to be just a, a, a Q&A, just nice, fun conversation. So uh, first off, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I'm Chase. Uh, I've been doing, uh, I've been a theater kid for a long time, and that's mm -hmm. kind of what got me into playing TTRPGs. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, that, that, that's later stuff. Uh, and currently getting into some voice acting stuff. Uh, so that's super fun. And, uh, yeah, started a Starfinder podcast because I, I didn't see enough Starfinder stuff out there. And mm -hmm. here I am. <laughs> awesome. So um, about your podcast, uh, Space Boys, tell me. Uh, uh, well, OK, let's let's start at the beginning. So theater kid, uh, how did you get into TTRPGs? Oh, boy, I uh, I always thought, you know, it's one of those things where I thought like it was the most nerdy thing you could do. I kind of mm -hmm. had that, you know, that stereotypical view like from movies and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. oh, that's super nerdy. Like, I would, why would I ever do that? Uh, yeah, I, and... <laughs> I, I may like, I may like the stuff, but playing it. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Why would I do that? Uh, but yeah, and my friend uh, introduced me. They were like, "Yeah, come over. We're gonna. It's super casual." We, we've got a character for you. You can just join and play and have fun. I was like, fine, yeah, I'll I'll try it. And it was a uh, it was a super homebrew version of Pathfinder. Oh, and yeah, uh, and I played this centaur teenager named Butterhooves, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is the the greatest name for a character to this day. Um, uh, and I had a fucking good time, man. I, uh, I don't know. Am I allowed uh, to swear? <laughs> yes, please, please. Yeah, yeah. Swear, swear all you like. So uh, this uh, homebrew Pathfinder world uh, game you were in, uh, how long did it go for? Uh, it was on and off for oh. like uh, like six months. Okay. Um, uh, so it was it, honestly, it wasn't that long. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we had like a rotation where somebody else started GMing. Uh, mm -hmm. and then that lasted for a couple months, but it never really like sustained, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so did you take your turn in GMing then, or did that come, did GMing come later for you? Jim came, uh, GMing came a little bit later. I, uh, I was just, uh, telling, uh, my friend and I have a, uh, like a little bit younger of a brother, mm -hmm. uh, Who's, who's only a couple years younger than me, and he's actually on the podcast. It's Tyler. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he's great. I was telling him and, like, some of my friends about how much fun I had playing, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, wow, like, can we play? Like, that sounds really fun. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, shit, okay, uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll run a game. And I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> Oh, but it was uh it was a great time. I made some like pre-generated characters and some mm -hmm. relatively balanced combats and it was a great time. Was uh Pathfinder the system you stuck with when you start when you did this? 
because like as someone who's I've I've played a fair bit of Pathfinder at this point, uh, and it was my first system as well. But going from uh, playing occasionally to creating a campaign and GMing that Pathfinder, uh, that that's got to be a little daunting. Oh yeah, I mean it was it, because I started reading. You know, you start reading the mm. core rule book and you're like, oh man, there's a <laughs> lot of stuff in here. Mm. Um, uh, that was definitely definitely daunting. It almost kept me from doing it, but. Um, we just like you know looked up things as we needed as we mm-hmm. went, mm-hmm. Um, and it sort of like shaped itself. It was very rough at the beginning, and then it kind of like you know smoothed itself out over time, uh, and that didn't go on too long, uh, but it was it was still a, a wonderful like time to experiment with GMing and like try to put these YouTube videos I watched into, into oh, practice. Oh, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, tips on GMing from yes. a bunch of different people. <laughs> um, yep. They, I think yeah. most of us have those in our uh, YouTube history. Uh, <laughs> Ten <laughs> things not to do to your players. Uh, yeah. That's, so, uh, so you did that for a bit. Uh, so what got you uh, into Starfinder before the podcast? Was it just natural well, progression? A little bit, because uh, I like Pathfinder. It mm-hmm. was great. Um, but as far as other media, like books and uh, movies and stuff, I'm a little bit more sci-fi oriented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I played Pathfinder. I was like, yeah, I'm having a good time playing Pathfinder. Uh, stopped for a while, and I was on vacation with my family. And... The, the 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 thing went out from Paizo, like, oh, we're making this new system. Here's a couple oh. examples yep. of, like, the races and the... And I was, like, I was hooked immediately. Mm-hmm. I saw the Sheeran, yep. and I was, like, that's it. Like, that's <laughs> that's the game I want to play. <laughs> Sheeran was exactly what got me... I mean, I was interested. When I started, I was doing uh, Pathfinder Society weekly. Like, weekly, it was... Oh, I wow. would I, I was... Uh, I only had a couple characters. I wasn't that good. I mean... Am I still, am I any good? Uh, but it was like, I showed up, uh, I was still learning the ropes and they start showing. I'm like, I want to play a bug man. I want to play a bug man now. Uh, so, and, and for me, uh, uh, Paizo's lore is what like, like I was enjoying the lore and they was like, it's this, but in the future. And I'm like, I'm, I love it because I'm the same way. I, I definitely lean more towards, uh, sci-fi, science, fantasy. Uh, so, yeah, I was I was in on the ground floor. I was uh, uh, weekly updates from my uh, venture lieutenants and venture captains at my uh, local gaming store, and it, I mm. was that annoying guy because I was still I was <laughs> like I because my Pathfinder players we they were all like a decade deep into this thing. So I assume they had all the answers for everything. And I was asking them uh-huh. <laughs> and I was just so annoying. And I, re- it wasn't even that it was three years ago. So I, it's, it's not even that long ago that I was that annoying. Like, Hey, uh, so could I convert, uh, could I just not play Pathfinder and just start like, there's nothing out. There's no core rule book. There are no adventures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't even know if yeah. we're uh, allowed to play it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I mean, I guess I'll keep playing my, halfling slayer in these boring fantasy adventures like as soon as i heard about it i'm like pathfinder uh lost quite a bit of its sheen um but i came back to it but uh so cool that's awesome uh you you started you got in on it uh early as well yeah yeah just just rereading all those little examples they had until mm-hmm. the core rule came out yep uh yeah that was and then and then you know I got the core rule book and I read through it and I was like, yep, mm-hmm. this is, yep. this is definitely what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm home. Okay. So that was, uh, 2017 when, uh, cool rule book and all that came out. How? Wow. Yeah. Uh, 2017. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, obviously I'm, uh, I do a Starfinder podcast. A Starfinder is near and dear to my heart. And these aren't just going to be all Starfinder. Um, I plan on getting a, a variety of folks in but uh I, i'm nice. super glad that uh we we had a similar uh uh taking to starfinder so it comes out 
do you convert all your players over to Starfinder immediately? Was there any pushback uh, to uh, like a new system? Because I know I have I have friend groups that uh, you can t- you can we can play well before these times. You know I have friends that mm. were only D and D. Don't say the p word. Paizo is <laughs> blasphemy. Paizo, whatever. Wow. And I, and then I also have Paizo friends that uh, uh, turn their nose up at D and D, and I'm just like, I just want to play. <laughs> like I have uh, my preferences, yeah. <laughs> sure, but like I I definitely have uh, people in the camps. Uh, did I mean I I my my play groups have uh, changed over the last couple of years, uh, but. Uh, so with your, with your brother and your players, uh, how did that go? Um, it's, uh, it was okay because, um, uh, sadly about a year before I had kind of, uh, my situation, I like, I was in college and I was doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we were farther away and we found it harder and harder to play. So we actually stopped our, oh. our Pathfinder-ness. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It was it was all right because then it like you know it opened up, and I was like, oh wow, Starfinder, okay. And I had a bunch of new friends in college. Mm-hmm. Nice. And uh, yeah, and that that's where actually most of the people uh, uh, on the podcast are from, besides my brothers, uh, my friends I made in college. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's yeah. so fucking cool. So uh, so you playing a bit, uh, Space Boys? Let's let's talk about that because uh, I. Uh, full disclosure. Uh, so, you, actually, you tell me about Space Boys, and I'll fill in my my bits. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Space Boys podcast. Uh, it, it's me jamming with uh, five of my good friends, and uh, we're playing through the Signal of Screams adventure path for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, really thinking about the Devastation arc afterwards, but nice. you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it just looks so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a great time so far. I think, like, because uh, back when we started, there weren't that many adventure pads out. There was Dawn of Flame, and I think that's where we were we were at. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Signal of Screams just has, like, a, a really cool feeling to it, um, especially with the, uh, the uh, you know, the it's got a little bit of a mechanic in there that's unique. Mm-hmm. Um, you can and, spoil like you know you don't have to give plot, but corruption. That's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is huge. And uh, for my part, like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not. I, I, my, my line is always like I don't like horror, but I kind of do like horror. It's just, uh, my pea-sized brain is uh. <laughs> I guess sensitive to it. I don't know. Just like it, it's just, it's effective is, is kind of how I've come around to it. Like horror is very effective to me because like I see myself as being the unfortunate sap that's going to get turned into a bug. If we ever get teleportation, <laughs> like I uh, event horizon uh, holds a special <laughs> place in my heart because like I, it made me not want to go to space anymore for a while. So, and mm. in the, in the uh, adventure path, it's very straight up horror. Like they tell you, like well, they they market it as you know, uh, the first couple pages of the of the AP are uh, you know, you need to have conversations with your players. You need to you know, everyone needs to be cool with what's about to happen because this isn't mm-hmm. uh, you know, laser gun shoot 'em up adventure tale. <laughs> like there are consequences, and I just uh, I. I to be completely honest, I kind of veered away from it for a while. And I saw your podcast uh, last year, uh, October last year, I think I, I started seeing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, oh, man, I don't know if I can listen to it. I don't know. <laughs> and so uh, it was only in the last like six months or so. I I am I Starfinder is, I think, very obviously my favorite system. I listen to as many actual play podcasts as I can. And when the pandemic popped off, a lot of them uh, had to slow down release. So I'm like, okay, I need my fix. I need, you know, I I started listening Mm. to ones that I hadn't listened to before. And uh, you guys were one of them. And I'm like, okay, these guys are cool. These guys are fun. I I love your guys' energy. And I, 
I'll be honest, I binge a lot. So, you know, I don't, I unfortunately, or, you know, because I binge, I don't hold on to every scrap of information, but uh, I got to say like one aspect of your guys's show that I love, uh, it's the bro. Like, is there a story behind like, nah, bro. Like, I don't know what I can't, like, oh, pin, I can't define what it is I love about it so much. Like, it's just the word, but just the way you all refer to each other, the characters refer to each other, like, nah, bro. Like, I just, <laughs> like, it, like, that's how, like, if I was, that's how we would talk. Like, you guys are so true to, like, and it's not even like a performance. It just feels so genuine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think that just come. I mean, that comes a lot from, um, you know, just just that we were friends beforehand, and we okay. had like already a way of speaking with each other. Gotcha. Um, awesome. Yeah, and, and it helps too. I I don't think I mentioned this, but uh, we played through like a shortened version of Dead Sons before oh, the signal okay. screens. Mm-hmm. Um. And we, uh, but without Tyler because he wasn't uh, local to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then uh, I brought him in, and he got to play like the final bad guy at the end of the book six. Oh, nice! Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we all they all hit it off really well. I'm like, oh, sweet! We should, we really gotta do like a podcast or something. This is going great. Okay, cool. Uh, so, was there any uh, pushback on that? Was was there any conversations had about? Uh, so, so you, you guys met friends in college, gaming groups. How did how did the how did the transition from casual players to uh, uh, I mean, these are productions we put on. Like, there is a definite different mm. vibe, energy going into like, okay, you know, we're putting this out. So, was there any uh, were there any uh, false starts or anything like that for you guys? Well, I mean, you know, there's always the uh... You know, and it was it was my idea too, and it kind of felt weird as the GM to be like, "Do you want a podcast?" Because then uh-huh. they, you know, it, 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 there's like a certain feeling of if they don't want to, like, then like, do oh. they feel like they can tell me that? You know, mm-hmm. as since I'm the one doing the games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, <laughs> and I had a real talk with them, and uh, they said uh, that they thought that would be that would actually be pretty sweet, and I was like, you know, honestly. Uh, we, I don't know how far it'll go, but let's at least try it out and see what happens. Yeah. Um, and uh, and th- in general, like they all they all kind of went for the idea. Uh, they thought we were going to. Uh, a couple of them thought we were going to be playing less, which was like the biggest oh. problem. <laughs> um, and uh, thankfully, that that hasn't happened too much. Awesome. Uh, so, were any of you uh, listening or watching any other uh, actual plays like to? inspiration or you know proof of concept like hey this isn't you know because when i uh first uh was uh, actually you tell me your story so tell me like did you have to like show them like this is what we'll be doing yeah yeah i gave them a little bit of uh an example Uh, of course uh androids and aliens from the Mm -hmm. gcp i showed them a bit of that because i'd been listening uh, and I was like, you know what? If these guys can do <laughs> this, like we could definitely do this. Absolutely uh, awesome. Yeah, and and they seemed to they seemed to be on board with it after that. They were like, oh okay, like they got the feeling like it's just kind of the regular game almost, except mm-hmm. w- lots of mics are everywhere. <laughs> yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, uh, uh, so I'm, I'm loving the podcast so far. Uh, what what did I just uh Dr. Swish oh, was you... having a having a hell of a time with uh oh man. I listened to it just two days ago and I've listened to like another podcast just dropped three episodes of the new AP and I, I my brain's kind of fuzzy, but uh Doctor Squish uh oh man, actually for me is hard and uh Tarkus or Doctor Squish are like hands down, like neck and neck for me, like a favorite uh <laughs> uh player <laughs> character right now. Um, oh good. What was it? You uh, guys were you guys were infiltrating. You guys were infiltrating uh, a facility, and Doctor Squish was just having a hell of a time. And I can't remember. Actually, whenever people listen to this, it really won't do them much uh, good to hear me talk about something. <laughs> uh, 
uh, a quarter of the way through your guys' log, but uh, your characters are all, like, they feel realized. You can definitely feel like these are people that are comfortable with each other. Uh, even from episode one, I don't recall there being, like, a, well, I don't know if my character would go with you, or I don't think my, like, there was just none of that. You guys hit the ground running uh, with this. Yeah, that that was nice. Because uh, I've had players uh, like that in the past that, you know, their their characters, like, won't mesh very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it went pretty well. I was mm-hmm. surprised because uh, when we did the first episode, like, they none of them knew each other's characters. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone thought someone might be an uplifted bear because we've been <laughs> talking about that and joking about that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it, I mean, and it went great. Like the, I, I love Doctor Squish too. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. Just like the the 68 year old <laughs> fucking <laughs> slug guy who wants to be an adventurer, who's a professor. Oh, they're just. They, I got to give it up to my players for that. They just, they've done a great job of realizing their characters, and it just like is more and more every episode. Yep. Uh, I think. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, please go. <laughs> I think one of our last episodes, uh, somehow we got into the discussion of. Uh, oh, I don't think this is out yet, but uh, somehow we got into the discussion of, you know, how uh, babies are made. And Fimbria, the the like plant person, the Goron, mm-hmm. is confused mm-hmm. because they they just plant a seed. Yes, and they were trying to explain conception to her, and she was <laughs> like, "Oh, so the girl is like the 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 pot in the dirt, and then like the guy is like the water in the sun, right?" And they were like, "I guess." <laughs> and I was like, "That's so perfect! Like the <laughs> such oh, a great character moment." That's I love I love how like. I mean, this is true for a, a lot of people playing these, uh, but I, I want to give another shout out to your players who, like, they really embrace the alienness of it. Uh, the a, a current a current joke going right now is uh, uh, the oh, so many characters in my head. Uh, the Verthani's eyes being the biggest, <laughs> being the oh, biggest. Yeah. And uh, for those that are, may not be too familiar with Starfinder. Uh, how dare you? Uh, Verthani are this mm. tall alien race who are uh, uh, characterized by having like mouse-like eyeballs, and it's a uh-huh. bit unsettling to read and hear. But then you look at them like, oh no, that's exactly a mouse. That's a, mm. like, um, and weird, and it's like just half domes that come out of your yeah uh, yeah. Like I I wonder like how do they cry? Uh, how do they blink? Do they blink? Yeah. Like uh, so many, it asks so many more questions than it answers by looking at the, the pictures and the descriptions. So uh, a common thing with that is just like, and, and I love how, you know, just, uh, and and I'm not bagging on fantasy races. You know, halflings and elves and dwarves, they all have their things. But uh, part of the reason why I love Starfinder so much is the truly diverse life forms. I have a a home game. Uh, well, they they had to. They decided to back out, but they were going to play an Urog, and it is a large-sized, hovering, crystalline slug, uh, snail rather. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like pulling, like almost to the point of pulling my hair out. Like, how do I write for this? How do I give them shine? How do they navigate the world when the way they eat is they hover over whatever they choose to eat, which is literally anything. And uh, their cilia <laughs> uh, microscopically extracts nutrients, and I'm like, I like that was like almost not not too much in a bad way, but just like, oh my god, this is. Uh, leave it to my my player uh, Sean, who's uh, Occam in the podcast. Uh, he he's like, no, I want to play this, and I'm like, okay, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Oh man! Bite, bite, yeah, yes, and is really biting me in the ass right now. But yeah, you can play an Urog. What's they? What are they gonna do? So, um, so yeah, your 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 cast is just full of that. Um, Tark is. Uh, so I I said earlier I binge a lot, but your guys's podcast, the 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 camaraderie, the the group energy, like 
it holds it holds my attention a little better, especially recently. One of your characters uh, went and visited their dad, and I'm like, oh, this will be a nice oh. uh, uh, a side thing. Like, I know this isn't in an AP because, and as someone who do who does a homebrew podcast, when an AP podcast goes and do homebrew, like it just feels so enriching to me because there are three or five podcasts doing this AP at different stages, and I'm listening to all of them. <laughs> so when I hear you guys like, oh, my dad lives uh, lives near uh, 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 lives on uh, Fulbright, and we're gonna visit him. Like, oh, here we go, and that uh, tangent side quest area was just so good. And Targus's dad legit scares the shit out of me. So people who are listening, like, please listen to these guys. <laughs> it is so, you guys, are, I mean, this is props to you. I mean, your players got enough shine. You yourself bring Targus's uh, childhood home. Like I don't oh, like God. I versus, I always versus is like my favorite planet. And I have like three different ways I could, I, w- I want to explore and uh, play on the world. But <laughs> hearing you bring it to life, I'm like, man, Fulbright kind of sucks, but in the <laughs> best way possible. Like the best uh, Tremors meets Mad Max meets yeah. Fury. Oh no, Fury Road is Mad Max. <laughs> so kudos to you, man. Like to, to make a desert dwelling feel much better than uh, a couple of old moisture farmers drinking blue milk. So that's off to you man that was i love it oh thanks i mean it was uh, and a a lot of that those props has have to go out to tyler as well okay because you know i was brainstorming with him i was like okay if we're gonna meet your dad like you gotta tell me like very detailed like how what what's your dynamic like what Mm -hmm. what what's going on with that Mm -hmm. and he gave me all the stuff about his mom like a lot of stuff about like how, like they they live underground and yeah. like to avoid the heat and and it just like we've brainstormed and expanded from there you know into the <laughs> to the death worms and the and the yes. sniper and, <laughs> oh man it was <laughs> it was a great time oh what were they eating they were eating something uh, uh oh fuck was it the worm chili maybe it was the worm chili that's what it oh was. god oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it makes like all of it is like this is all science fiction, science fantasy, but like it felt in for for someone who knows the lore and absorbs the content uh, within so much. Like I didn't feel any sort of immersed. I felt more immersed knowing that, you know, there's not vegetation to eat and, you know, you got to get your nutrients somehow. It can't all just be protein packs. Uh, so to bring <laughs> worm chili, I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I I fuck I just this is the shit I live for to just bring it to life. So man, hats off to all of you guys. Um uh, thanks. I so, think that's important too like yeah. the the homebrew get, getting some homebrew stuff into even if you're doing an AP just like that mm-hmm. stuff to connect to your player or, or players or characters and like mm-hmm. explore that. That's I I think that's so important. Uh, so, uh, you guys are in book two. So as of recording, uh, wow, almost, uh, new year's on, uh, 2020. So you guys are partway through book two. No, you guys are at the beginning of book two, right? Uh, yes, we're at the beginning of book two right now. Okay. Uh, and you kind of alluded to it earlier. Uh, so kind of another portion of this, these conversations I want to have is so, Right now we're getting, you know, where we're at in book two. How much of a backlog do you have and uh, what's your recording situation like these days? Ah, well, uh, we've got a little bit of a backlog. Um, I, I hear some podcasts with like months and months and I'm like, wow, like yeah. how do you how do you do that? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in a, a Pathfinder podcast, who, two of them, uh, and they've both stopped recording and one of them has wrapped and did a series finale and they have enough content for another year. And, uh, Oh my gosh. And, and I'm like, I'm like, I love this. I love the groups. I love it. But I had to, after we finished, I had to sit down and write my thoughts then because next year, I don't know where I'll be. I don't know who I'll be. 
uh, <laughs> things yeah. are things are popping off in such a way, and I'm like, like I want to encapsulate this, and you know when uh, our GM drops uh, or when the editor and GM drops the episode, I'm like, I don't remember most of this. Um, mm. So it's fun for me. So backlogs are tricky things. Uh, our, our star, my star, our Starfinder pod. Uh, we are uh, one and one. Like we record Wednesdays and Sunday. I have to put it out. So it's, I'm, it's a tightrope. And that's kind of why another reason why I want to do these is, I'd like to have a little bit of a buffer, <laughs> so it's uh, not like that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that seventy-two hours turn around an episode, and they're not—you know—it's not rocket science. But I do keep pretty busy, and uh, turning them around that quick can sometimes be a little vexing at Sunday at two a.m. Uh, and I need to get this out before Ooh. the sun comes up. But um, so you have a couple episodes, less than ten, you'd say. Yeah, we have a, a little bit less than 10. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're pretty close to 10 mm -hmm. uh, episodes with a backlog, uh, which is nice. To, it's nice to have a little bit of buffer. I, you are a brave yes. person doing that, doing brave, that turnaround. Brave, stupid. It's a, it's a fine <laughs> line. <laughs> <laughs> I am oh, definitely man. working on ways to uh, make that, to, to make the, the gap a little uh, bigger. <laughs> but I don't yeah. want to interrupt uh, like I thought about taking a few weeks off and then, then, then I'll have my buffer, but I'm like, no, cause then I'll just let the buffer pile up and pile up and I've done it before and I don't want to do it again. So this is kind of, uh, <laughs> this is my corruption. <laughs> that's great. That's great. That's, I love yeah. that. <laughs> so, oh, wow. uh, so, uh, book two, there are six in this series, correct? Yes. Uh, Signal Streams oh, no, has six. Are... Uh, signal nope. screens has three actually oh one of the three oh that's awesome so uh uh so uh devastation arc you are there uh and that you know if you're still having conversations i don't want to like i'm not here to you know pump you for private information but uh <laughs> devastation arc is uh i've read the first two books yeah two books um and uh like it's uh, for for those that may not know, it's one of the it's the only right now thirteen and up uh, adventure path. So uh, mm -hmm. each each uh, current AP has a thing in there where it says, oh, you know, if you played this, your characters, you know, it ties in. It it's a like a perfect sequel for these other APs to just jump right into at this high level. Yeah, that is that that was really cool of them to include in that AP. I I I, I love that. Um, yeah, still still thinking about that. That I mean, sure. it's a, it's it's one of it, it, and it's because it's the only AP that goes that high. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's interesting because we've never really played at that high level. The highest we ever got was level thirteen at the end of um, Dead Sons. Mm -hmm. uh, but when it gets higher and higher, because some of those I've read, I've also read uh, the first two books. Uh, some of those, some of those encounters in there are like you are dead unless you have something to counter yes. this thing. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm, I'm reading that. Yeah, I'm reading that while prepping for uh, the level five podcast, and I'm starting the fight for <laughs> your die. Uh, not as a podcast. I'm just going to do that offline with some friends, and. Uh, like I'm, I'm reading this and then knowing like these poor level one people have to turn into that. Like the the numbers, the the math thrown around, the credits, the uh, <clears throat> loot given. I'm like, this is bananas, and I cannot is. wait to get to that level. But like, like it's intimidating. Like I, I, I'm definitely sticking around to see where you guys uh, uh, go with that. Yeah, I I will see. I I I'm hoping we can do it. Um, but yeah, you never you never know. We'll see if we'll see if they survive this campaign in the first place. I guess. <laughs> True. Yeah, I don't. I so I think you guys are now the furthest along in the AP that I'm listening to. I'm also listening to uh, uh, and this isn't. It. I love everyone just playing the game. I don't have like weird hierarchies. But like I am, I'm yeah. <laughs> obsessed is a strong word. But like I'm listening to, uh, so I know Southern Tom Foolery is doing is in book two by now. 
I'm a few mm-hmm. behind on them. Gaming on the rocks. Uh, they 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 do that thing where they share GMing thing. They bounce around. So they were doing Signal of Screams, and they were still in book one. And uh, I think those are the only ones I'm listening to. I mean, I'm I I'll listen to. I'll get around to listening to them all if I can uh, get to it. But uh, so I don't know how this ends for them. Uh, but it is really cool to hear like. I, I thought about like, oh, I'm only going to listen to one of each AP. Dead Sons, I don't ever need to listen to another Dead Sons, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> there uh, are a lot of them. <laughs> there were. And uh, and they all did a fine job. Uh, this isn't dogging these groups that do them. But the Dead Sons uh, AP has been done enough. Uh, <laughs> but the other ones, I'm like, I want to hear how... Uh, uh, you know, each podcast attacks it differently and all the different ways they come together on things. So I'm, I think you guys are the furthest into the AP that I'm listening to currently. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. Uh, (laughs) yeah, I've actually been in, in talks with, um, uh, John from Southern tomfoolery. Uh, Oh yeah. We, we, we talk every once in a while or, um, Oh, sorry, uh, Adam. God, there's so oh, okay. many names I was, in my head. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I know. Yeah, Adam. Yeah, Adam and I chat occasionally. I, I was thinking. Uh, I thought you were talking to John. I'm like, was John doing a secret campaign? What's going on with John? <laughs> secret campaign. Uh, but yeah, uh, we've been talking uh, just because. Uh, I, I, it's so nice to be able to talk to someone else who's GMing the same mm-hmm. adventure path. We we're sure, talking yeah. about book one of Signal of Screams and how. The book is just like, here are all these people and what they might do. Go ahead and make the social encounters for the first how many days before something actually happens. Yeah, I, I will say I, I loved uh, you. So I I binged you guys, uh, but I was listening. I was pretty week-to-week current with Southern Tom Foolery. So to hear them, uh, their crew, meet up with uh, an NPC – and your guys' interaction is so vastly different. It just feel it just I got a, a, a private thrill out of uh, just what each of uh, us as GMs take out of them and what the players will lash onto or just flat out ignore or hate. So uh, so uh, I don't even remember all the NPC names because Signal of Screams has uh, quite a lot of them, and uh, I do know that. Uh, that uh, I, I kind of skimmed planning. I thought about like you know trying to do an offline game of Signal of Screams, and I'm looking at them, reading. I'm like, oh, I can't personally. I I don't think I could sell the horror as well as uh, both you and Adam do. And I'm just like, no, I'm just going to be a a viewer. I'm Aww. just going to uh, uh, consume the product, and like you know. Not not to liken myself to an athlete, but I feel like that you know I know where my uh, sensibilities are, where my strong ah. suits are, and uh, <laughs> doing uh, body horror uh, definitely isn't. So props to you guys. Uh, so I guess uh, if I can ask about that, like, how did you come at this? Uh, how do you come at this? You know, you can give away, you know, whatever you want to give away about uh, a plot. I definitely encourage anyone listening to this to uh, check you guys out. But uh, do you uh, do you read a lot of horror? Is horror big for you? Horror for me, I have you know vehemently stayed away from for a long time because it mm-hmm. it's like it really gets to me like the. Not so much the blood and guts, but just like the the supernatural and, and like those kinds of movies, insidious, like uh, oh, that kind yeah. of stuff. That really that really freaks me out. And yep. so I, in preparation for this, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to have to sit down and I'm going to have to watch a bunch of horror movies <laughs> and it's going to be scary. And yeah, uh, yeah it was and it was scary. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I kind of came to an understanding with horror. Like, it does freak me out, but, like, not as bad as I thought. Like, it's, it's sometimes it's an exhilarating feeling, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, I, I, yeah, I got to a place where I was like, okay, I can do this body mm-hmm. horror and this stuff because 
you know, I've, I, I, now I watched it. I've come to an understanding with horror now. Okay. Uh, and, and yeah, and, uh, it's been great. Uh, I think the, one of the most interesting parts was because you mentioned earlier, the, uh, the book itself has a lot of pages in there on how to run horror and like what you should, you should have like talk with your players and they mm -hmm. should give you this and that. Uh, and so I actually made a Google, uh, what is a Google survey or something. Oh, okay. uh, and I, I sent that out to all of my players. Like what's, uh, some personal fears that you have yourself. And mm -hmm. if you write them down, they are going to come up. Uh, and like what, uh, fears like are absolutely not okay to, oh, good. uh, yeah. And like saying like, Oh, if you, if you ever need like a description to stop, you just say so. And it stops because, you know, some people cool. like have arachnophobia or like really have a hard time with needles. And so, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, I guess uh, that leads me to a, a question I hadn't considered uh, when I was planning this conversation. But um, uh, what safety tools uh, do you use, if any? Do you have? Because I know there are several uh, listed in the AP and others. I've I've come to uh, as as my play group has widened. I've wanted to make sure I never put someone in an uncomfortable in an uncomfortable situation because I've been in groups where it was. Uh, shock value to spring terrible things on them so i'm like i can't mm. and will not do that like it's hard enough to get people to meet up why would i fuck <laughs> it up by uh doing some of the the wild shit i've seen on twitter and the, the the horror stories of what uh some people will do so do you use anything like in session or is it kind uh, of just an understood you guys are friends for a while so is there uh what's that like uh, and you're talking about as as far as like actual like the the fear and the horror content of the the game. Uh, no, I or mean like uh, about... I, I like uh, X cards or you know red red light red or green like there are. Uh, I, I guess the catch all term is just safety tools. Do you guys or or is it more of just a, a an understanding that they've signed up for this and you know you're not going to infringe on anything they've said is a hard no for them yeah yeah that's oh oh yeah yeah i get what you mean uh yeah we have that lined out uh there's only a couple of, honestly of stuff that cannot be brought up mm -hmm. um and some of it just like makes sense uh sure. like no like one of them is like no fecal horror and i'm like yeah okay i oh. agree with that because yeah, that sounds yeah. horrible uh, yep. <laughs> but there's some other tools too that, and just because I, I know them as people, um, mm -hmm. when they listed their fears, I know like generally what, like some of them I was like, Oh really? Like you're scared of heights. Interesting. Um, oh. but, uh, uh, and that's me just <laughs> so we, we're clear. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> but, uh, uh, st and stuff like that. And if, yeah. if I know they were like particularly, um, sensitive to a topic I might have sure. another character experience that mm -hmm. um, and that's actually uh, the ticks if you remember that oh uh, yep <laughs> that was uh, a, a different uh, player had a really hard time with ticks and so having Josh as Gorbash experience <laughs> that and like you know letting some someone else experience it for you I think was okay no a that's little good. bit that's freeing yeah <laughs> Cool. Awesome. No, that's, that's great. And it is good to have such uh like, it is like, you know, soapbox, uh, safety tools are extremely important and conversations like these are super important, especially like at all times. Uh, like I've, I have, uh, my players know that I'm the most squeamish of them. So nothing like this isn't, this is more a slide against me than praising them. But like I, I once asked them like, Hey, you know, let me know if I go too far. They more or less laughed in my face and said they that I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to do something that would make them uncomfortable, and uh, a few people have told me that actually. So I'm like, you know what, I'm okay with this dynamic. But I nice. always have the conversation like, you know, uh, I have a group starting next week, and I'm like, I've played with one of the five, 
and the rest are uh, people I've known, gotten to know in the community. And I'm just like, hey, straight up, we're going to do a session zero. We're going to talk about things. You know, this is what the campaign is going to be. And I will not touch on any of this stuff here. And you tell me if there's anything at all you need to adjust. So, you know, stepping off my mm. soapbox. It's great that uh, you have that with, and you have the relationship with your players where you can have these conversations. And I, I've heard horror stories of people having to sit silent while uh, heinous things were happening in front of them. So kudos oh, yeah. to you for being a decent person. <laughs> <laughs> and kudos to you for also getting that you know the if i ever go too far like let me know yeah like, yeah sometimes people don't don't like gms don't do that and it's yeah you know that's and that's where those horror stories come from yeah yep and this like all these and you know in the, in this beautiful age of podcasting and social media like i see so many examples of what never to do that i, <laughs> I feel pretty comfortable with how i approach things so uh awesome nice okay just going crossing some things off um i don't have a whole lot more uh so i guess we can start to round this out is there are there anything is there anything you want to discuss um Uh, i guess um you know i i think i think my favorite part of my current thing of gaming right now is talking with other gms and like Mm -hmm. their their gming experience uh because you know i i I talk to my players all the time but it's a little bit different uh when you're when you're talking to another gm so i'm just wondering like uh are there any any like favorite instances you have as a gm like in your current uh any of your current campaigns like little 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 tidbits of uh, information where you as a GM went like, oh my gosh, like I just realized this thing, like some kind of epiphany. Um, I would I don't know if I'd go so far as epiphany, but uh, in our in our current campaign we have um, oh we kind of run the gamut on the moral spectrum. We have uh, oh nice we. <laughs> Yeah, we we have um and before we we had it too. We had a paladin of Iomide, uh, so very lawful good, extremely paladin, just a space paladin, um mm. not 40k. This is Starfinder. Uh but we made a space paladin. So like that started out as a side group for my main group and then uh when COVID happened, I'm like, "Okay, I'm not meeting in person anymore." Uh, I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> so <laughs> the side group became the main group. And um, I realized um, like, and, and Tracy, the who plays, uh, played the uh, paladin, she came to me uh, at a certain point, like, uh, you know, once this story arc is over, she'd like to play another character because she can't see uh, a lawful good paladin traveling the galaxy with uh, a pirate radio DJ and a legit kind of criminal uh, scrapper slash piratey. Not really so much piratey, but he is definitely uh, further down in the, the, the slide scale as far as um, mm. lawfulness. So uh, I, I guess one of the biggest things, uh, bigger, bigger epiphanies is like, uh, you can't just plug and play char- player characters like uh, I'm a big fan of a uh, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, mm. those kind of RPGs where you get this this broad range of characters, uh, and for those games it works because they're computer code and you know they've they've designed and balanced them. One of, I guess one of the biggest things I, I'll say is uh, like you got to. Uh, j- just not not in the same level of safety tools with uh, player comfortability, but like player cohesion uh, <laughs> has been a thing I've had to work on. Like, oh, I can't just you know have these people right now uh, in the current campaign. Um, we have uh, the 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 pirate radio DJ and the scrapper traveling with a, um. I think she's chaotic, good bounty hunter, tiefling, but also a lawful good priest of Serenray. And 
they recently had a, a, a scuffle. This episode was cargo bay scuffle because I'm clever. Um, with <laughs> some hobgoblins, and there were conversations about what to do with the survivors of the fight, and uh, in in the in the chat in the text chat, uh, there was like conversations that like, ooh, this person, th- this character wouldn't be comfortable with that, but it's this person's ship. So <laughs> right oh, <wow>. now, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of like, they, they all know they can play their characters. I'm not going to uh, railroad them or tell them no. But I'm also like, ooh, I need to uh, craft some of these encounters and how I approach the campaign through the lens of like, I can't gear it towards just one side or the other. It has to be... Like it, it's just like it like clicked in my mm. head a few weeks, a uh, couple, two weeks ago, I guess. Uh, I'm like, oh, I can't just throw murder hoboey things at the person who literally worships the uh, goddess of uh, redemption and mercy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so long, long way to say. Like my biggest thing is like, uh, you got to be careful. A lot of moving parts in this. Yeah, and. You know, since you're going to be playing um, Fly for Your Die, mm-hmm. I've listened to a couple of the diaries uh, out there for it. Oh, and, yeah. Yep. Yeah, the developer diaries. And mm-hmm. it's it's interesting because it, it almost sounds like they want you to have that dynamic where there's at least one good person in this crew of, like, relative mm-hmm. scoundrels. And, mm-hmm. and I'm – and I – because in our group, there's, like, a uh, – there's, like, a, you know – it's not too like morally diverse. They're all kind of middling, like a little bit good, maybe a little bit less. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> it, it's not as not as hard as that. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm I'm wondering how that would play out and how, like as a GM, I'd be able to you know handle those moral complications in the group. Well, I'll tell you Wednesday uh, after we. So that was <laughs> last week. This week, uh, so they have. You know, people listening to this have already listened to it. Uh, there was it was a group of five. Uh, three were just mowed down. Like I, I thought, like you know, oh, it was a nice introductory battle. You know, I'll just throw this at them and see how they do. They decimated them, and there were two remaining. One is being talked to by the captain. The other one's uh, been left alone in the engine bay, and I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I have. Oh man. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a good uh, worry to have, but I'm gonna play it how it goes. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, so speaking on those uh, developer diaries, uh, those are have been great for me. Um, and slight self promotion on my own podcast, but we had him, Jason Tondro, on our podcast last season. Um, nice, and he 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 ta- him talking about. Uh, what this what this uh, adventure path uh, is going to be and what it what it can be in his like that's kind of what fired me up to like yeah I have a lot of games going but I think I can fit one more <laughs> and uh, so to so, so I'm we have our first session next week and uh, it, it's absolutely it feels so much like you know bunch of scoundrels and uh, I'm curious to see how that's going to uh, do it oh uh, as a as a quick uh side thing uh a podcast has dropped the first three episodes of uh their playthrough of that ap um shit oh basically good the uh so mm. <laughs> my players please don't listen to the basically good podcast because they are doing a phenomenal job of bringing that uh, uh fly for your die ap to life it's it's good it's fun um, and I'm planning a second group once the first group gets out of the first book because I have a problem. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think we I, all have I that just, problem. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so, actually, uh, I guess we can round out the conversation with, uh, so you have Space Boys. What other games are you currently playing in, uh, both on and off the record? Currently, uh, and it's very sad to say, I am not playing in anything else. I I might I am I might be appearing in Star Rollers, so that would be oh very cool. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's something. Yep, I forget. I only play twice a month, and I, but I record uh, like every other episode. So I that's a 
that's a i mean that's a fun group uh god i hate self-promoting myself on my own shit but no, yeah so, <laughs> so star rollers <laughs> that I, I i got you uh i got you to jump on over to um uh we both it seems like we both like the lore of paizo so uh star rollers is a podcast that is playing the starfinder society modules uh and then you know they'll we'll play one day for five or six hours and then chop that up into two to three episodes and uh it's just more uh starfinder canon goodness honestly and uh are you playing uh this week uh, I won't be playing this week, sadly. Okay. No, that's all. Uh, yeah, I haven't. But, I haven't. Uh, on a, I haven't played as a player in Starfinder. I don't think really at all. So I am shit. That's something I'm really craving at the moment. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's a bummer. Maybe we could talk about getting you in on a game of over here because I I have a problem and I just want to play with as many people as possible. Uh, well, it's good. Good thing because I have that same problem. So, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> awesome. So, uh, I think that's about all I have. I've gone over uh, everything I had that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, I got to know a little bit more about your guys's group, about you. Uh, excited to hear where you're going next. So, um, why don't you tell everyone where we can find both you and your pod? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we've got uh, we're over at Twitter at Space Boys Pod. Uh, you can follow us there, uh, and there you'll have a link to our uh, Podbean site where we're hosting our podcast. Uh, it's uh, spaceboyspodcast.podbean.com, um, and Space Boys is spelled uh, the boys part is spelled B O I S. So that's yes. important. <laughs> Boys with an I. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, like and subscribe, guys. Leave reviews. Reviews are all important. I mean, I, I can't stress it enough. I need to go make sure I have one on your podcast. But, uh, oh, yeah. I got to spread the love of the algorithm because, oh <laughs> yes. <boy. laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we don't live in Starfinder's world, but goddamn, are we ruled by robots? Um, <laughs> Really? Cool, awesome. Uh, and are you on Twitter anywhere? Um, I uh, don't really have an active Twitter. I'm mostly active on at Space Boys Pod. Uh, sure. That I manage, but uh, yeah, so you can find me there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I feel for you. I also have a a personal Twitter account that I I flip flop between. So some 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 days I don't look at my personal Twitter and I don't know what's going on in my local world. I straight up keep myself uh deep in the head in the my head deep in the sands of uh, ttrpg twitter and uh i think my sanity is better for it so that's all i have uh chase thanks for joining me thanks for hanging out of course it was a great time thank you for letting me on it was so fun yeah. oh 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 one last thing like i i love your guys's intro music i don't know uh, and outro music i don't know if if any if you guys do that or if that's just something you got oh man okay yeah i mean honestly i love it too <laughs> yeah. uh i had uh, a a very wonderful wonderful person do it for us okay and i'm looking up that person now because uh, I, I like i love the i love the middle of the podcast but when i hear it that i, I can't i'm not a music person really so i can't describe but they're kind of like pan flutey warbling i don't know it's, it's some kind of like whistly thing that that your guys's intro and outro does and it just it like it feels so cinematic oh thank you wow no yeah, yeah i had a uh, it was our it was a uh, max coltrin uh you can uh, find him at max coltrin at coltrincompositions.com uh coltrin spelled c-o-l-t-r-i-n uh i saw him on the uh starfinder subreddit actually he posted like nice some music he made just as, uh, on spotify we could use in campaigns and i was like wow this oh. guy's good uh and, and i hit him up for music i was like hey i'm doing a starfinder podcast it's got it mm -hmm. i want some horror-y i want some it's inspired by you know this and that and he mm -hmm. he just like made the most 
beautiful intro music ever. I love it. That is dope. Awesome. Cool. So, okay, I guess that is all we have for this time. Uh, I don't have a sign-off. I don't have a title for this. Uh, So we'll just see you uh, probably next month. And uh, find Chase uh, at Space Boys Pod. All right. Bye, y'all. See you. See you then. I'd like to thank Chase one more time for hanging out with us this week. Uh, we've recorded that conversation on Tuesday, and now Friday, now that I've edited it, I've found a name. Uh, we're going to be calling these Hexgrid Hangouts. So if you are in the TTRPG community in any facet, hit us up on social media, follow us on Twitter, get on our Discord, hang out. Let's chat a bit. Let's uh, let's get let's get a conversation going about what you're working on and. Let's just have a good time.